Welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat, the podcast where we take animals you see every day, animals you've heard of, and animals you didn't know existed, and break them down in a single episode. Our goal as animal lovers is to spread knowledge and awareness about the creatures we share this floating rock with. We hope you learn something new. Hello and welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat. I'm Jack. I'm Julia. And today we're going to be talking about the shoebill stork. And we don't usually mention the scientific name for a lot of animals, but the shoebill stork I definitely do want to mention just because it's interesting. So its scientific name is Balaniceps rex, which I just thought was fun because the other big creature that we know that has rex in its scientific name is the Tyrannosaurus rex, which in Latin rex means king. And it actually does have some fun nicknames. Uh, one of them is the shoe bills, uh, but it's also called the whalehead and the whaleheaded stork, uh, which we'll kind of get into when we describe how it looks. And then as for where it is found, it is found in East Central Africa. So it's found in like Southern Sudan, Uganda, Tanzania, and Zambia. And in those places, it is found in wetlands, wetland areas like freshwater swamps, dense marshes, and then areas of uh, papyrus, reed, and grass beds. And so when we go into um, describing this, uh, it'll make sense why it's called the whale head and the shoe bill. Um, so it is a kind of stork, uh, like we mentioned. Um, it looks like a common stork or crane. Um, it just, it's a little more meatier, I guess is the best way to put it. It has a larger head and neck. Um, and then, of course, uh, the bill itself, it says shoe bill because it does almost look like a pair of slippers on its head. I mean, the beak is uh, thick. Um, and a lot longer um, and girthier than what a normal crane or stork would be. So Julia mentioned that uh, they are just like a little meatier, bigger than normal storks or cranes or herons. So as for height, uh, they can get between three and a half to five feet tall for the height. Wingspan, they can get up to eight feet, which, which is a pretty big wingspan. And then weight, females are usually around 11 pounds. Males are usually around 12 pounds. And you'll see this a lot with birds because they have to be able to fly they have to be lighter uh so while it may be pretty big it's still going to be relatively light and then as for coloring uh the juveniles tend to be a bit more brown and that kind of plays into them being in the nest and needing to be protected so they're kind of camouflaged um but they tend to be like a a gray with some white in there they have yellow eyes and like i said they usually have gray and black feathers uh white bellies and then they'll have a small little crest on the back of their heads and that's usually like a lighter gray or white as well and so i already kind of mentioned uh what their uh, bill looks like um and this can actually grow up to a foot long um, and it can be up to five inches wide. Um, but even though it's so girthy, it still has very sharp edges and a sharp hook at the end. And that plays in with its hunting ability. Um, but we talked about this. It, I, I mentioned it looks like a slipper. It almost looks like a Dutch clog, if that's what you can imagine. That's exactly what it looks like. And the shoebill stork actually has the third longest bill of all extant birds after pelicans and then large storks. So to give an idea of how big it is, it's the third largest in the world. 
And similar to pelicans, uh, the upper mandible on the uh, bill itself is keeled, uh, which means that it comes and curves to a very sharp point. And then with its uh, feet and legs, it has really long, thin legs. And we'll kind of go into why this is and what why it looks like what it does in that regard when it comes to its hunting and whatnot. But its uh, feet are actually really big as well. The middle toe can reach up to like seven and a half inches in length. And while it has a similar build to herons and cranes, its neck is actually relatively shorter and thicker than the other uh, wading birds, such as herons and cranes. And with this large bill, um, surprisingly, it eats large prey. Uh, so it actually stands in the water and uh, eats things like lungfish, tilapia, eels, snakes. It's even um, seen eating baby crocodiles and monitor lizards. So um, it eats pretty big uh, fish and animals. And then, so how the uh, shoebill stork catches its prey, it's very similar to other wading birds, like we've said, herons and cranes. Uh, so they like to hunt in poorly oxygenated waters because then they know that fish have to frequently surface to breathe, which makes it easier to catch. So these are places like swamps, marshes, and bogs. So the shoebill stork will wade into these waters and it'll move extremely slow or it'll stand still for hours waiting for a fish to come by. Uh, and when a fish does come up for air, the shoebill stork will quickly swoop in and kind of like scoop it up into its bill and it will start moving its bill around so that way it gets all the water out and anything that's not the fish and then it'll use its sharp bill to decapitate the fish and kill it in its mouth. And a little uh, fun fact about this too is that they have a binocular vision. Uh, so you'll often see them uh, holding their beak almost against their chest because they're looking down directly into the water um, with these pair of binocular eyes, as you could say. And one thing of note is for a bird this large, it's actually kind of interesting that they stand and they perch on floating vegetation. So like uh, uh, floating logs and whatnot on the, in the water, they will stand and perch on them. And it's like I said, it's, it's, uh, it's a little interesting and weird for a bird this big. And the only known thing that is actually a taxis bird are crocodiles. Um, nothing else really around uh, that's interested enough that's it's not too big and it's not too small. So it's just crocodiles near the water, basically. And as for mating, uh, the shoebill storks are actually uh, monogamous and they mate for life. Um, and so you'll often see that uh, with this strong bond, they have a kind of certain rituals and things that they uphold. Uh, so shoebills, they actually build nests together. So they'll gather up vegetation with each other and make these large nests that can be up to 10 feet wide, actually. And they'll also vigorously defend their territory where they're nesting about to um, have babies um, up to almost one and a half square miles. And then when it comes time for the female to lay eggs, she will lay an average of two eggs at the end of the rainy season. And the eggs tend to be about three and a half inches tall and weigh about six ounces, which are pretty big eggs for birds. And the two, the parents will actually co-parent. So both birds will tend to the eggs and the young. So that does include incubating, which is about 30 days, as well as like turning the eggs, cooling them with water when they bring them to the nest. And then, like I said, yeah, the, they hatch in about a month. So like we said, they usually have about two eggs. They can lay anywhere between one and three, uh, but typically only one chick actually survives um, to fledge. 
Um, and this is the survival of the fittest type of, type of mentality where the parents will take care of the strongest one. Um, and it, it sounds bad, but it's like everything after that is kind of like the backup plan. So that's why usually only one actually um, survives to fledge. And the uh, shoebills will reach maturity at about three to four years old. And like we said earlier, breeding pairs are monogamous. And the fledglings are able to fly well uh, at about three to four months. However, they are still going to be fed by their parents for about another month or so after this. In the wild, they actually tend to live about 35 years, which is pretty long for um, a bird species. Um, But in captivity, they can also live up to almost 50 years. So like Julia mentioned, uh, they, are, they are very territorial. And even though they are a like monogamous uh, breeding pair, they actually still are pretty solitary in nature. Uh, they will feed at actually like opposite sides of their territory. And then they have their the nest that they share when they do uh, have the babies and lay eggs. And they are pretty uh, silent creatures. Like we mentioned earlier, they walk very slowly and have very slow movements. Uh, But they do sometimes engage in what's called bill clattering, uh, which a lot of other birds do as well. Um, Their clattering sounds, uh, I would say, much more scarier than other birds. It's very uh, deep sounding. Um, I would very much encourage you to look up videos and watch it. Um, I wasn't expecting the sound it makes, so I think it's really cool to listen to. And then another sound that can be heard from the shoebill storks is uh, chicks sometimes will make like hiccup sounds uh, when they're hungry. And as for population size, uh, sadly, it's not looking great for the shoebill storks. Uh, They are listed as vulnerable. And it is estimated that there are only about 3,000 to 5,000 adult shoebills left in the world. And their population is decreasing. Uh, The biggest reason for this is going to be habitat loss. uh, As land is being cleared for like pastures or uh, building, zoning, all that kind of stuff. So they're losing their habitat, which can seriously hurt them. And then they are also hunted. uh, In some places, they're hunted for food, but in other places, they're hunted because they're actually considered a bad omen. So just a couple of fun facts to wrap it up. The shoebills are in their uh, family of their own. Uh, They're classified with storks, but their closest relative is actually the pelican. Uh, One cool thing that they do, uh, they have a technique called guller fluttering, which is a way of helping them keep cool, where they kind of vibrate their throat muscles to help dissipate heat. There actually have been two fossil records found of extinct relative species, um, and these were the goliathea and the pallidavis. So when the shoebill does decide to fly, and it actually doesn't fly a lot, and it won't fly very far, but when it does fly, it has an estimated 150 flaps per minute, which is actually one of the slowest of any bird in the world. And when flushed, so when they kind of get scared or startled and they need to fly away, they don't fly very far. They usually, The furthest they'll fly is about 1,500 feet from where they are, uh, so they, they are not long flyers. They, it's a very rare to see a shoebill fly very far. And like the the minimum forging distance in their area, uh, that's typically what they tend to do is just kind of fly around their foraging area. There is a uh, kind of weird fact. It is a single unconfirmed report that a shoebill fed on a lechwe, which is uh, basically an antelope, uh, one of the babies. Uh, like I said, it's unconfirmed, but there someone has said that they've seen this before. This species is actually considered one of the five most desirable birds in Africa by bird watchers. 
And uh, despite their uh, kind of mean-looking appearance and how big they are, they're actually extremely docile with humans and show no threatening behavior that we know of. And researchers were actually able to observe a bird in its nest um, with about six feet in between them. And that about wraps up everything we have on the Shoebill Stork. I hope you find it interesting. Uh, as someone who's a big fan of dinosaurs, I think the Shoebill Stork is extremely interesting because you can definitely see uh, the evolution and how we got from dinosaurs to where we are now with some of our uh, birds. You can definitely notice it, especially if you look in the face and kind of the legs as well. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Be sure to tune in next week where we're going to be talking about the cuttlefish. I'd also like to thank my friend, the musical artist known as Shades, for creating this amazing intro and outro for this podcast. I highly recommend checking out his other work.